This is a sermon podcast from Ashland First United Methodist Church in Ashland, Oregon. Visit us online at ashlandmethodist.org for more sermons like this, church information, and how to get involved. Ashland Methodist, a community of open hearts, open minds, and open doors. Wow, what a perfect scripture for what I'm about to tell you all. <laughs> My uh, talk is part sermon and uh, part annual conference report. Um, maybe they're one in the same. We'll see. The 51st session of the Oregon Idaho annual conference theme, Love Like This, was explored. Here is what we aspired to accomplish. From 7 in the morning until 10 p.m., full days, full worshiping, full teachings, full planning, and full conversations took place. And right here, I have the paperwork to show it. You can acquire this by downloading it on our site, or I'm going to make up some copies uh, that I'll leave in the um, church office for you to pick up. If you'd like to spend hours and days looking over all the legislation, all the decision-making, and all the talks that we had. Um, We also have new legislation that we went over, and I'll have copies of this for you as well. You can also find this on our site. Uh, please, please look at this new legislation. It's really important in how we're going to move uh, forward in the next year. <coughs> the annual conference gathering. Uh, included just not this schedules but uh, it was highlighted by safe sanctuaries and abuse prevention training and just exactly what safe sanctuaries mean in the plenary ladies laity sessions there were table talks and Methodist Federation for social act action global missions you would have liked that one Peggy There was more plenary sessions, more table talks, and more and more legislative voting and actions. So much so that Debbie and I didn't even hardly see each other. We passed briefly in the hallways here and there, but both of us were so busy in attendance of our teachings, talkings, and all the other gatherings that we were having. At the table talks, Here is what we discussed. What did General Conference 2019 do? On the church teaching on homosexuality, the Book of Discipline retains current language which states that, quote, all persons are individuals of sacred worth created in the image of God. Unquote, and goes on to declare 
that, quote, the practice of homosexuality is incompatible with Christian teachings. It bans self-avowed practicing homosexuals from being ordained or appointed to serve in the United Methodist Churches. The revised definition of, quote, self-avowed practicing homosexual is self-avowed practicing homosexual is now defined as a person who openly acknowledges to a bishop, to district superintendent, to the district committee of ordained ministries, board of ordained ministry, or clergy session that the person is a practicing homosexual or is living in a same-sex marriage domestic partnership or civil union or is a person who publicly states she or he is a practicing homosexual. So in short, that's coming out. Instructions to boards of ordained ministry prohibits the district committee on ordained ministry and board of ordained ministry from approving or recommending a person for candidacy licensing, commissioning, or ordination who does not meet the qualifications after full examination. Mandates for the bishops. Instructs bishops to rule out of order any board of ordained ministry. Recommendations of unqualified candidate for ministry. My voice is getting a little shaky here because I'm about to cry. This is hard stuff. Could you bring me my water? Prohibits bishops from, one, consecrating bishops who are self-avowed practicing homosexuals even when they have been elected. Two, commissioning or ordaining deacons and elders whom the Board of Ordained Ministry has determined to be a self-avowed practicing homosexual. Complaints against clergy, including bishops. The minimum penalty for a clergy person convicted in a church trial of performing a same-sex wedding or ceremony that celebrates homosexual unions is an automatic one-year suspension without pay for the first offense and termination for a second offense. A bishop may dismiss a complaint against a clergy person only if it has no basis in law or fact, and the reason for the dismissal is shared with the complainant. Three. A just resolution reached at any stage in a complaint process against a clergy person, including a bishop, must state to the complainant all identified harms and how they shall be addressed by the church and other parties. The church may appeal the outcome of a church trial. It's important for us to know. Currently, only the respondent or the defendant has the right of appeal.
the local church disaffiliation from the United Methodist Church is about before December 31st of 2023, and for reasons of conscience related to the practice of homosexuality or the ordination or marriage of self-avowed practicing homosexuals. By the way, this is not my language, and I would not identify the genders that uh, we are working with uh, as homosexuals. Uh, the Book of Discipline spe specifies some terms and others that are set by the Annual Conference Board of Trustees. And there's more that you can read here. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, uh, but I want to um, show my opinion as an individual to the delegate of what I think of this. Uh, so after this legislation at the General Conference, at our annual conference at the Oregon Idaho Gathering, uh, there was hail raised over this. Um, uh, it, was, it was pretty heated there. There was lots of controversy. And it was intense. Um, the delegates were asked a question from the bishop, and the, the questions were presented on cards to each one of our tables. And the question was asked, what do you want to say to your church when you return? Uh, now, a lot of those comments were gathered on cards, and here's some of the comments answering that question of some of the diversity that was at the conference. Quote, it is not possible to stay with the part of the church that is exclusive and punitive. If the UMC will not be fully inclusive, we need to leave and start a new denomination. Another, the continued chaos is killing us as a denomination and it is really hurting my local church and amicable separation is the best solution. Though one with lots of problems, let, let us separate with blessings and not curses. Another quote, I'm not ready to give up on the United Methodist Church or give it away. We need to stay and resist. Another said, General Conference has spoken Open rebellion against the decision is not a fruitful path. Currently ordained clergy must be protected, but from here on, let's follow the rules until such a time as the rules are changed. And lastly, we are all God's children and he loves us all. However, I am a traditionalist slash conservative and believe we are where we should stand on marriage and gay, gay clergy. So as, as you heard, there's quite a few different opinions 
in their conference. And I'm sure there's different feelings and opinions and inquirings here in our own congregation. So the next question is, how do we do that and how do we move forward? And that was, that was worded by the bishop in cards to us again. Uh, what, what are your burning questions? Do any of you have any burning questions now at this point? So for my table talk, the one question that came forward uh, was to, uh, okay, for my group, we asked, noting the culture was quite different from the original writings in the Book of Discipline than they are now in the church culture. And does the church culture need to change in order for the United Methodists to be in love, practice love, accept, and exchange love? Seeing all of us as the whole human being that the Creator calls us to be, so the bottom line question on that was, how do we do that? During plenary uh, sessions, a vote took place um, from the laity field. Uh, and then there was one from the clergy, and I have uh, the votes on um, the voting numbers from the laity group. Uh, the laity results uh, were in a response to the general conference decisions. And uh, the question was, how many voted to leave general conference status and, and church on their own? Uh, 82 uh, replied to stay and resist. Uh, 84 said to separate. Uh, seven was to completely and totally exit. And there were seven that said to accept the way things are. was um, representation for about 172 churches in the conference. Um, one of the big issues in the bottom line is monetary. So the conference received only 87% of apportionments in the 113 uh, or the 172 churches, uh, 113 churches paid in full, um, and the rest held their apportionments in uh, protest of the general conference decisions. So the total proposed budget for 2020 is $7,912,420, 
the budget being up about 3.8%. I don't see Terry here today, but he'd love those figures. So I put those in here specifically for that. Uh, the treasurer of the conference uh, report, uh, did, he didn't exactly, after giving these figures, he didn't exactly put it this way, but uh, uh, generally, the words that I would put together is that we're on shaky ground, folks. So what's your burning questions? Are you willing to change and embrace a different church culture? Open doors. What does that mean to you? And we explored that too. And one of the wordings that we came up with, instead of saying open doors, was Methodist for all. This year is my last annual conference. I have served my church as an elected delegate. You will be seeing someone new representing you next time. Please give that person church space, recognition, Give that person consideration of sponsorship in the budget each year. A little bit ahead of time would be nice. <laughs> Supporting your delegate is a priority. Thank you for trusting me with your expressions and the representation of your goals and actions. I am deeply honored to have been that for you. And I am honored today to have a space, a place and a time to represent you. I will not stop fighting. I will not stop fighting for human rights and social justice within the Methodist Church and outside of the church through still attending annual conferences, general conferences, and serving as a member of the board here in our local church through human rights activist groups. And also, interestingly enough, what came out of annual conference, I received an invitation for activism with the uh, Western Jurisdiction Group. I will fight the good fight. Not that there are winners or losers, but that the fight must be fought. An ancient philosopher, one of my favorites, Rumi, said it best. You are not wrong, and you are not right. I am not wrong, and I am not right. We are walking out into the field, and let's meet somewhere in the middle.
Este watahe, yeshte komanahata. Wadu.